if you are being um critical, like you're actually being critical of a series, mm-hmm. whether it's comics, whichever, TV, movies, anime, manga, etc. Mm-hmm. How much of the story do you need to you know, watch, read in order to give it a ranking? <laughs> TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Another Wednesday, another Nerdy Misfit Podcast is up on the YouTube channel and on all major podcast platforms. Howdy doodly. Howdy doodly. We're actually recording on the day episodes go live. Exactly. It's crazy. This doesn't happen what that a often. special event. But uh, happy Wednesday if you're listening on the release of the episode, or happy every every other day of the week, whatever day you're listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Days that end on why. Exactly. Um, no special drinks, because we're recording in the midday. Midday, we had our coffee for the day. I'm still drinking my coffee. You're still drinking your coffee. I drank my coffee. Mm-hmm. Man, was a tired lad. I'm always tired, man. But that's okay. We already know about that. We've mentioned that multiple man, times man, before. Man so today. Today, today, as of recording today, we got so many. I have no idea when this is going to come out, so I have no idea on how current we're going to talk about of things or when in placement of timeline in the Nerdy Misfit timeline this is yes. coming out. That is up to me. I hold the timeline in Matt my is hands. Like the time god of the Nerdy Misfit. I want to say, um, maybe you guys will, I guess you guys will know, um, I think this episode should come out mid-November, I want to say. All right. I'm just concerned because maybe we'll talk about stuff that we technically talked about what we didn't talk about. You know what I'm saying? Just timeline things. But um, you, well, as of recording, you're caught up on My Hero Academia. I am. We have mentioned it in recordings. No idea whereabouts this is going to lie in terms of that. Well, the, so for this episode that we're recording today, I'm going to make sure that all of the other episodes that we've recorded Number are four. out before this. All right. So, so the timeline to the listeners know. still is accurate. Okay. So Matt has caught up. And what would you rate the story now that you're caught up at the moment out of 10? Solid eight and a half out of 10. Eight and, and a half I'm going to tell you 10. why. Because oh, okay, I, know, I know a lot of people are like very 50-50 with how the story is going right now. To be honest, I'm enjoying it. I think being a huge X-Men fan really makes me enjoy this story because it is just it feels like I'm just reading an X-Men comic for the first time. There's so many new characters, and I just think the pacing of the story is very good. And I I kind of connected it to a couple other mangas as fine. But like for my hero academia, I find that it's like a big arc, and then after every large arc, there's always like two or three chapters. That's a nice cool down, and then you go back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I find when reading various mangas, I find that is probably the best way in my opinion to kind of like you read a large arc you get a couple chapters to cool down before you get set up for the next one mm, i don't know i don't i don't i don't really think you need the cookie you know cookie cutter kind of oh this is like us relaxing because well, think about when i think of like one piece mm-hmm. sometimes there is and sometimes there's obviously one piece is a great example because there's yeah. a million arcs but um Sometimes they do just jump in. It's just a matter of how you handle transition. Yeah, I really think. Yeah, and I do agree. I think with My Hero Academia, it works in their favor that they have like the little couple of chapters because usually in those chapters, you kind of get introduced to 
a couple characters that you didn't really see before or supporting characters that are going to be more important. So it's a nice little like soft introduction, I find, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but I do agree. It really depends on the story, though. Like with One Piece, you don't need the breaks. Yeah, because the break is like travel, traveling to wherever they're going. Exactly. It's just the beginning of the next arc, which I feel like indirectly all stories do that little like. Yeah, for sure. Break. Um, with My Hero Academia, I do have to applaud um, for the arc stories. I find some of the arcs were okay, but the one arc that really stood out to me was the my like the villain Academia arc. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you don't really get to see the villains in and other this, stories. And this goes out they're just, not the focus. They're not the focus. And this even goes outside of My Hero Academia with a couple Marvel Comics exceptions. Um, you don't really get an arc based on the villain team. You know what I mean? So it was cool to see them going up against their own well, it's kind of funny because I was definitely a fan favorite going in, but then after Villain Academia is kind of where a lot of people felt like it yeah. started to fall off a bit, a little maybe prolonged certain parts. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I feel like there was a couple things that happened in the arc after that that they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you remember this? This is this is the answer to that question that you haven't been wondering for. Yeah, because it hasn't seventy five chapters. Important. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, that's my big hiccup with that. I, I think I think my hero right now for me. Um, it depends on how it wraps up, but I ask, obviously, your rating right now, because I feel like, I don't, have we talked about this before, but, like, what is an appropriate amount of time before you could rate something? What do you mean? And we've definitely had this oh, discussion yeah, yeah, yeah. on the podcast, okay, yeah, yeah. but have we talked about it on? I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, and for... Okay, so this is an interesting take. Yeah. Um, I've heard this take where it's, if you are being, um critical like you're actually being critical of a series mm-hmm. whether it's comics whichever tv movies anime manga etc mm-hmm. how much of the story do you need to you know watch read in order to give it a ranking see this is hard for me because in my opinion if i don't find it interesting if i'm watching like a tv show i'm going to drop it with probably within this this kind of works, actually. It's six to ten is usually my answer for this. So whether it be a TV Are show... Are you basing this on 20-minute TV show, 40-minute TV show? Well, that's the thing. Like, it's a very general thing. But, like, for manga, for example... It's definitely a I very complicated it, answer. It's, it is, yeah. It's very complex, and you have to consider times of stuff, yeah. etc. For comics, manga, etc., I want I give it at least one volume. Okay. And if, so they're not, if I'm not fully hooked by the end of the first volume, or I'm not intrigued at all to read the next volume no interest for me but do yeah but it's different to drop something than to rate something yeah but if i drop so if you it drop something in one volume are you going to give it like a four out of i 10? probably won't rate it okay i'll probably say that i read it but i'm not going to give it an accurate rating i find because and you might not, not recommend it exactly but but that's different than rating it because some people well yeah i'm going to use this very very loosely because you cannot trust this website for ratings at all but i'm just going to use it because a lot of people know about mm-hmm. the website my anime list yeah and I think one of the funniest things about my anime list is it's a zero to 10 ranking system. But for some reason, if a show is just like passing the bar as an acceptable show, it gets like a seven by people, yeah. which it should be getting like a five. Now, I definitely fall victim to kind of, you know, doing the same thing. I try my best if a show is like barely like meets what I would require it to be a watchable mm-hmm. show as a five or a six. And I try to be a little bit more critical that way. But obviously you see people rate a show after one episode. Yeah, I don't think that's fair. And they're like, oh, this is the greatest or this is the worst. And you're just like, how do you know, though? For me, for rating for an anime, I would give it the 
at least a season before I could give. See, but that's fair because my MLS, for example, breaks things for the most it part. It often breaks, does, yeah. Breaks things up in the season. So you can say you watched a whole season, you mm-hmm. gave that season a rating. Yeah. And then if and I then don't off continue, that, it's you fine. can base it if you're yeah. going to continue to watch And that's the same thing for, for a volume, me, I find, too. Though. It's more, I'm going to watch, I, I wouldn't necessarily rate it, but I'm going to watch the first three episodes exactly. to see if I'm even going to watch it. Exactly. It's the same principle for reading a volume, in my opinion. It's, yeah. I think reading maybe, well, it's, it's a little bit different because but... if you look at something like One Piece, Mm-hmm. older story has a lot more build-up time than newer age stories agreed do. i don't know if one volume is enough for someone to really get locked in in my opinion because I, I had think... nostalgia driving me when i was watching the show and um like you know i i'm whole season passed so... a whole season passed until the part where i was kind of like technically i was definitely intrigued at the zoro part yeah. When you first get introduced to Zoro. But I wasn't like hooked in terms of like I'm ready for this story for the long run yeah. until So here's a thing the, the bur- that you'll have to put in perspective that you kind of you briefly touched upon is the fact that One Piece is twenty five years old, right? So reading that vol that first volume from twenty five years ago, the pacing is very is very good for the time in comparison to now, right? So right, the way I look ran at it, a lot longer if they were popular. Yeah, and you and look at it as like stories built up those slower. the golden age of books for example, right? Like Time Machine, War of the Worlds, The Secret Garden, okay. anything by Fitzgerald, Mark Twain ever, right? If you read those now, they are the most driest, boring things ever in my opinion, right? It's just the way writing has changed is all. But that's it. Yeah, that's the development of people's attention span, the stylistic span, of styles, writing, cetera, right? Yeah. Cuz those back in the day, those books were like the books to read. So like, when can you rate One Piece? When can I personally? Yeah, like okay, let's say. Am I watching it or reading fl- it? Yeah, because I feel it like it's two different Both answers. Ways. What? How many episodes do you need to watch in order to give it a rating? And I'm, I'm gonna preface, preface this by saying two things. One, there's obviously enjoy anime, manga, etc. The way you want. Yeah, these and aren't you, these you, aren't the actual answers. These are just our opinions. And you can rate it whenever you want, yeah. or if you want to watch one episode and then give it a zero, go right ahead. Go right ahead, but. I'm going to say, come at this as if you were being critical. Like, actually, like, a critic. For One Piece? For reading or watching? I think it actually, the more I think about it, the more I feel like I can give it a very similar answer. Is after the second arc. And the reason being is because there's enough character development by the end of the second arc to see if you like that style of storytelling or not. And if you like the main characters or not. That's fair. If I was coming in from a critical standpoint, I would say you can rate One Piece by Saga. By Saga? Okay. That's very critical, but I can understand, yeah. So, like, you are going to absorb all of the East Blue Saga, and then you can rate it. Be like, this is... Just because it, it is such a large that's story. That's the thinking, yeah. Like, if so it's a larger story like if that. If you break it into, yeah. like, all the different sagas that make up One Piece, I think that that is a fair way of ranking it. Okay. Of being like, okay. And if you want to be... Super analytical. You can be like, average them out by the end. Yeah. Like, this is what I gave this. This is what I gave this. This is what I gave this. Average them out at the end. I definitely think for the longer the anime or the manga, the more you have to read before you can barely rate it. Because if you do something like, for example, like, I'm trying to think of a smaller one, like, Promise Neverland reading it versus Promise Neverland watching it, I would gauge it completely different. Oh, of course. But that's I'm just the using thing. that There's as an example because it's a smaller one. But but keeping on the like the my animalist, um, 
it's just funny because so many people are so they try to sound so um elitist yeah like like oh i know everything but then they've only watched one episode but i think <clears throat> is there ever been an anime that you've watched one episode of and you're like yeah this isn't for me of course but the thing is i'm not the one writing up three four five yeah, paragraphs and you're not gonna rate it one or zero based off of one episode yeah. and I, that goes both ways whether i like it or dislike it there are in fact ways to write reviews and rank episodes yep that's fine in my opinion, I think my animalist should do something where you need to actually watch so much of before, like a like a show 60% should be percent of or, or like especially new shows. Show should they shouldn't even allow you to rank until the show's done airing. They don't yeah. allow people to say they're watching a show until it's begun airing officially. Yeah, so true, why not true. just stop people from being able to rate it until it's done airing? That's a fair point to be honest. Because and I say this because as of today, Bleach, uh, Mob Psycho, and uh, Chainsaw Man, all their first episodes are out. And as expected, because of all the hype, they're like nine pluses on my anime list right now. And I just, sometimes I see it and I'm just like, I'm just like, I need to see the whole show, you know? Yeah. Well, no, that's fair. Was the first episode of Bleach good? Yeah, it was. It was great. I liked it. Was the first episode of Chainsaw Man good? It was decent. I thought, it was, mm-hmm. and, but my thing is, I need to see the entire show. Yeah, I definitely think for my anime list specifically, you can give like, there should be like a personal rating. But for something like those shows that just started, you can give it a nine if you want to. But that number, that yeah, number, it's like a come back to thing. Yeah, the number that's accumulated from everyone reviewing it should not be a public number until until the season's done. I think that would be a better algorithm. I'm just going into this because I remember it was a podcast to watch, and they argued, they had a little argument about it where it was like, you, if you're being analytical, you should have to finish a show mm-hmm. because some sometimes the ending is everything. Sometimes I the agree. start is important and the ending is just as important, right? Yep. So a show could or a show or manga could, or movie can start great, but end horrifically and you could change your whole how you're gonna rank it. And vice versa. Yeah. You could a show could be like eh or a movie could be eh and then the as you build up and the ending you're like, Wow, that was not what I was expecting. Exactly. Right? Plot twisty, it ends it ends. And well. you're not gonna know until you reach the end. Exactly. And, the way they, uh, I can't remember who was on it. It was the Trash Taste podcast, but I can't remember who was on. They had a guest, and uh, he was saying, "You cannot rank something until it is done." And it, I, I kind of like relate to him in terms of if you're being, and he he did preface if you're being trying critical. to be analytical and critical about yeah. it, you will have to watch all twelve episodes of a seasonal show to really rank it, whether you like it or not, whether it's a waste that you feel like it's a waste of time or not. If you're gonna come off as like a more professional analytical rating you have to watch the whole thing it's not like people leave a movie to be to write a full like like full out critics movie exactly they're not leaving the movie if they hate the movie they have to stay they hate the whole movie they're staying the whole movie and they're gonna write about why they hate the whole movie but they're not leaving correct maybe they'll write in their (laughs) in like their review they might say i wish i could have left and that says that says volumes but they stayed for the whole thing true right and I think that that's kind of where I line up with. I do think it would be cool, like something similar to what you said, where it's kind of like a, this is like a personal ranking or this is a analytical ranking. Yeah. Or if they did have something like that, probably would have to be a different website because I feel like you would almost have to sign up and go through a process to be, because anyone could just say that they're being analytical. But if there was more of a process to be more of a, yeah, 
you know, reviewer or something of a... If of you a, review it higher than a 7, you have to write a review kind of thing. Some, something along like, those lines, or just, like, a different type of account or a different... Mm-hmm. Something that you have to go above and beyond to do, so at least you're kind of leaving out a lot of people. The other thing on my animus that's dumb is obviously, like, people downvote stuff or upvote stuff just based on their own like or dislike of something, like... Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I love the show. I think it's one of the best shows ever. Yeah. But they're the fan base is horrible for if a show is like topping it to then rate Push the show down. that's getting above it down. Yeah, that doesn't. Which is just, just like just What's dumb. The point. Yeah. Like I would rather if I was a fan of something, I'd rather it hold that strong on its own merit. Exactly. And be like, yeah, it's you know. And the other thing is, as people come in, usually stuff lowers and drops. It's just. The, the one thing that I don't like is how super hyped up stuff just super skyrockets the top 10 and pushes stuff that down that may be a little bit more unknown to newer age fans. Exactly. Like I slowly watch like clan at after story drop or Hunter Hunter is even dropping. It doesn't make sense. Like but, I get why it does it, but it's not. Yeah. And if stuff's better than it, I mean, I rank stuff better than certain things for sure. Exactly. It, it'll, it'll happen naturally. It's just mm-hmm. would be cooler to see it uh, be kind of, I don't know, policed a little better, but yeah, I agree. It's just kind of that fun site that a lot of you know, more not hardcore fans, but people who are definitely fans of anime exactly. are on, right? Like it's not someone who's just just started watching anime is going on, but maybe someone who's a little bit more into it wants a place to talk about it exactly. with others and stuff. Makes sense. To me. But I just thought it'd be interesting because it is, when, like that level, right? When do you decide? When do you, yeah? When do you cut off? But. It's it's kind of a two-way street, like we said. I think if you're being a fan, then you go with the uh you go with you go with whatever you want. You only watch six episodes, rank it at six six episodes exactly. and stop watching. But if you're coming off like you watched the whole show or you're trying to be analytical, then finish the whole show to do so. No, I hundred percent agree. Um so before we go into fan questions, this kinda like the whole episode will kind of transition and tie in. But I have a question for you. I was asking a couple of people at work with this. Uh, a lot of people I know are big Pokemon fans, right? I've heard of it. We have the new Pokemon game. Should be coming out around the same time as this episode coming out. Okay. Um, Excluding the new Scarlet and Violet, because obviously we won't know. What is your favorite starter from each type? Like, who's your favorite fire starter? Who's your favorite water starter? Who's your favorite grass starter? My favorite starter of each type. Yeah. All the gens. Yeah. Um, hmm, that's tough. Um, I'd say my favorite water starter is probably Totodile. Okay. Because he's a memer. I love, I love Totodile. Um, but I also love Swampert. So that's Swampert. So it's kind of funny because I think I would say my favorite starter is Totodile, but my favorite end evolution of a starter is Swampert. It's two different questions, really. But I think for this dip, question, but yeah, but I would say for this question as a whole, let's go for as a whole, including evolution, the typing, etc. Who is? If is we're going through everything, it's probably going to be Mudkip to Swampert is my favorite water. Okay. But I definitely give the hardcore shout out to my boy Totodile because I fucking. That's not even on. Because I <laughs> I love me my Totodile. That's fair. Um. Yeah, so shout out to Totodile, but I'm going to go Mudkip to Swampert as the evolution of okay. that water okay. type. For fire, I'm probably just going to go with 
<laughs> I'm so, waiting for it. I knew I'm it. I'm so amazing, but I'm gonna go with Charmander to to Charizard. I yeah. mean, that's it's pretty good. That's pretty given. Um, if I wanted to give a shout out to someone, I would give a shout out to no one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one else comes close. It's it's Charmander. Not it's, even Blaziken, like Torchic to Blaziken. No. No, no, no one gets a shout out in the fire. I'm sorry. Feels sorry, bad. fire mons. Moving on to grass. The, the bunny was okay, but I don't, even remember, but I don't even remember what your name was, so you're not that like great. Like Score Bunny yeah. to Cinderace, yeah. Um, and grass. See, Chikorita has a special place in my heart because my first ever Pokemon game was silver, okay. and Chikorita was my starter. Makes sense, makes sense. So Chikorita has a special place in my heart, but in no way, shape, or form is it my favorite. Because, yeah. That's fair. Yikes. Uh, so I'm going to go relative to Decidueye. Good choice, good choice. Oh, uh, because well, he has uh, he has the bow. Like, the bow and awesome. arrow is so nice. That is uh, it's pretty cool. That is got to be one of the cutest mons until one of the sickest end mon designs. I 100 percent agree. And so grass goes. That's, that's very good. Unique. That's a good duo. That's very unique. Yeah, Rowlet is my favorite grass type starter. Yeah, Sun and Moon. Uh, I enjoy the game, the the style of the evolution. Like you said, all the all of them look good. Um, it was also one of my favorite decks to play for a little bit. Yeah, was yeah, the yeah. Uh, Decidueye deck, but also cool typing. That's a just yeah, there because there's like firefighting is so normal. Like you almost just consider firefighting like to be the normal. I also think Rowlet was the first, um, the first grass type to start off as a dual evolution. Sorry, dual typing since Bulbasaur. Is it a well is like the, the main one a dual typing or is it grass flying or is it? grass ghost i'm not entirely sure i'm trying to double check because i think the thing about rowlet and bulbasaur is they have something in common like that because bulbasaur bulbasaur is grass poison grass poison and then i i want to say rowlet was um grass flying yeah grass flying and then the evolution is grass flying and then decidueye goes to grass ghost okay yeah because so rowlet and Bulbasaur, the only grass type for that. But I think for the everyone, starters. For the starters, for yeah. The, yeah. For the baby. Because the rest of Gen 7, Incineroar became a dual type, and then uh, Toplio's final evolution became for, a water for type. The, for the babies. For the babies. Gotcha. Okay, and your fire? Cyndaquil. Same reason why you had Chikorita, but. I just it's, that was my first starter for silver, I think, and it was just I love the evolution chain of it too. Palava's kind of cute looking, Typhlosion and then Typhlosion's yeah. just a dope. Um, and then Water type, this one was hard for me because, like you, I really like Mudkip. I find Mudkip to be cute. Swampert, Mega Evolution, just Swampert's awesome. Swampert's awesome. Um, but the more I looked at it, the more I thought about it and everything like that, probably Pimplup. Mm. I think Final Evolution for the Water Steel. Yeah, typing good. is good, is decent, but I mean, I don't know, I don't find Empoleon any. No, it's all right. Well, like it was hard for me to like look at like, of Greninja, pretty sick, dope as well. Like Greninja, see the thing is, I didn't play the um the X and gen. Y. Yeah, I didn't play the Gen right off the rip, mm-hmm. so I wasn't there for all the hype. I haven't seen the show, so you know, Ash's Greninja and all that. Uh, the whole hype behind that. But yeah. I didn't play X and Y until way later, and I think Greninja's cool. Yeah, there's um, another hype. I but I do think like. For me, X and Y and black and white, those starters, I don't have any emotional connection to them at all. I mean, I've played Sun and Moon, and I've played... I played up from Sun and Moon up, and I don't care for, like... Most of the starters. Yeah, most of the starters. That's fair. 
Like, no, that's fair. No, I think it's like it's definitely a hard thing to choose, but I think yeah, for me it's got to be Cyndaquil. My favorite normal is Eevee. Eevee, nice. My favorite electric type is Pikachu. Wow, you're so <laughs> calm and scrublier. But yeah, favorite uh, normal start for those types. <laughs> yeah, for those starting types. Yeah, Pikachu and Eevee. Not that you have much of a choice, but no, you really don't. But yeah, um, that's a good question though. I um. Because it it's a hard question, to be fair, with every generation. Like, I don't know it's how... It's just funny how ones... it changes, though. Because, like, if I was to just pick strictly, like, the starter baby evolution, stage one, it's Totodile. Yeah. I, Totodile might be my favorite out of all of them. Really, eh? For, like, the first In, stage. Or yeah, basic first stage, stage, yeah. I just love that charisma. You can just it's feel true. it through all of his, like, little pictures. It's true. And even, like, watching the show from time to time, like, I know... He's a, he's an OG memer. He's an OG memer. Uh, Rowlet is like the new memer. Ah, okay. So I don't know how Sabo, Scorbunny, or Groki did in the new anime. I haven't watched uh, Pokemon Journeys at all. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it's a hard question though because we've been playing Pokemon for so long, watched some of the shows, watched the movies. Like it's nostalgia also plays a huge factor into like, your decision. That's making. why Even it was if hard. You don't to want it to. Not just to like, say Charmander eh. to Charizard. I mean, Charizard, at the end of the day, like, you can say what you want, but he's a dragon. He's a dragon. <laughs> Doesn't have to take a mega, mega evolution stone to make him a dragon. He's a dragon in our hearts. Exactly. He, he's a dragon. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so um, I did get a few uh, fan questions. We were panicking. We weren't sure if we had any fan questions for recording this episode. Which so, goes into, um, honest, we're going to put a, we'll put the link to the link tree. And on the link tree will be uh, the Discord link. So if you want to, you can join the Discord and feel free to ask questions in the appropriate channel. And we're even so kind that we check market if we answer it in a podcast so you can look exactly. forward to it. So uh, we got two questions today. They both kind of tie together in a way for me anyways. Uh, first question um, comes from Eddie. What's up, Eddie? It's a Pokemon question. If you haven't, check out Eddie's stream on YouTube. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Um, we will uh, we'll tag him in this video in the Instagram post, so yeah. you guys can check him out. Um, but his question is, what three types would you replace for Pokemon for Fire, Water, and Grass starters? Oh, to like just completely yeah. So instead of Water, Grass. Well, obviously you would need Ice. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I feel like that was coming. Um, but uh, we could really just mess it up. Just be like Ice bug and poison if you're doing the thing is if you're replacing the starters do you do it so that the triangle kind of stays like are you thinking yeah, that far? yeah i feel like, like i feel like you should because that makes it of, harder though that's what i mean at the end of the day you have the triangle right where it's like oh of course your your rival is a cheater chan and picks after you and picks what's good against you yeah right unless so, for sun and moon so we're fall if we're following the logic of that then we should have it so that it does still technically follow that triangle. Uh, I guess... I'm assuming there are typings that do end up following that triangle. Apparently, like, based on what I just quickly Googled, apparently Ice Flying Fighting is a triangle. There you go. Ice so Flying I don't know. Fighting. And that works over your boy, because then I get my eyes. <laughs> I knew it. I was like... I'm going to be so happy. Oh, here we go. What's this one? This is on Pinterest. Okay, Fire, Water, Grass, yeah. Bug, Rock, Grass. Apparently also works. Bug rock grass kind of makes sense for um start like for starter mons. Yeah. But grass is in there, so we could we could exclude yeah, it, it since it's already a starter. Um fairy fighting steel. 
That would be interesting. That would be a good one. I would be down for steel or steel or fairy. Steel's actually like probably my second favorite typing. Okay, okay. Uh dark psychic fighting. Okay. Um ice flying fighting like we said. I think it would be some of these are actually really cool if the region worked. Imagine if yeah. it was like an all like snowy region and ice was one of the starters. Ice flying fighting would be phenomenal. Be cool. We'll have to if we if we eventually get into streaming and stuff, we should do one of these and do like a tournament between like you, me, and Someone one else. other person, Gray or Eddie or Dan, Tim, Dan, whoever wants to jump in, and we just have to pick one of those typings and we'll just do it. What else we got here? Uh, we're excluding those ones because those have one of three rock psychic fighting. Uh, bug psychic poison. Bug psychic poison. I feel like you will probably go with psychic, but that feels more startery mon to me. Yeah. And then apparently ice ground steel also works. Ooh, that would be tough. Ice ground steel. That's a hard one. I would want steel or ice. So we'd have to, if we do ice ground steel, we'd then have to look at Pokemon that have the dual stage evolution. Mm. So <laughs> let's just pick, let's just do ice ground steel. So let's pull up the Pokedex here quick for ice. Meld them. <laughs> <laughs> Who's picking a pseudo? It's me. It's, it's my you. starter. Um, Swinub. But that's oh. an ice ground, so maybe. It's got to be just a, a single type. Steel is ice water. Ice water is probably... The more I look at this, the more... Most, most of them will all be end up being dual typing is the issue there. Ice doesn't have that many... Uh... Yeah. Two stages, two stages, just single yeah. stage, because like Sand Slash, Fall Picks, those are obviously the low one, but Dugong, Water Ice, no idea. Oyster. Yeah, you'd no. almost need a new Mon. Swinub would be one of the few, because that's Swinub to Pillow Swine to Mana Swine. Um, <laughs> Snow Runt would be a fun one. Interesting. Snowrun, um, yeah. I mean, Snowrun's probably the best one. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, well, Swinub would be the best one. In my opinion, I would like Swinub. Yeah, I think that's the only one you could pick, to be honest. Oh, no, we have one. That's dual. That's two-stage, and it's a single type. So if we do this, uh, the starting Pokemon for Ice would be Vanillish. <laughs> so... Beldum it is. <laughs> okay. So are you doing Beldum for Steel, I guess, obviously? I don't think, uh, no, yeah, you gotta do straight, uh, no, Beldum is Steel Psychic, though. If there's no straight Steel, you're fine. Nope, there is, sorry. Clink. So, so far, the starting type, starting Pokemon is gonna be Clink, Vanillite, and then let's go for Ground here. Oh, that's Rock Ground. This is hard, actually. You could do Trap Inch, and then you could Ground Dragon. That'd be the broken by the end of it, in comparison. Um, there's not many Pokemon that are straight ground that's a two-stage, eh? I don't think there is, actually. This is a first. So on the podcast, we've gotten news. So the unfortunate passing of uh, Kazuki Tagashi, who is the Tagahashi, the... the the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep. He passed away a couple months ago in July. But we got news that he actually passed away trying to save people from drowning. Which is crazy. So, shout out to him. 
Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. First time getting hot news all the corner in the podcast. That's a first. I mean, we could do Sandile. So you're saying this, but it would just be new starters. Yeah. And they would probably end up being a dual typing. Probably. But the thing is, they obviously wouldn't share dual typing with the other starters. Yeah, but anyways. But that's probably the best one. That was That'd Ice Steel hard. Ground. Ice Steel Ground would probably think, be the best one. And I think one. that would really cause people to really think. Or Ice Flying Fighting. I think, obviously, Ground Steel is going to be really... People will really be debating between those two. But if you make the Ice Pokemon cool enough looking, there will be the, the people that will be baited. Like exactly. Or there's the Fighting Rock Psychic. That'd be another fun one. That's true. But anyways, so we got that question. And then uh, next question comes from Tim. What up, Tim? What up? Tim. Timothy. His question for today is, uh, favorite video game for standalone series? Sorry, standalone or series? We could do two separate here. So what's some of your favorite standalone video games? Standalone video games. So just that was the game and that is it. Yeah. Um, favorite. See, the thing is, there's I've not played many single games. Yeah, that's fair. Not my typical cup of tea. But um, a couple that come to mind. We kind of talked about them with Dan. Um, maybe some of the more OG ones. I think of stuff like um Donkey Kong sixty four. Um, think of uh, I think it was Rayman two on the N64. Rayman 2? Like the second game? Yeah. So doesn't that mean it's part of a series? I guess it would be, yeah. Yeah. This is where it gets harder, you know? Mm. Mario 64, Donkey Kong 64, those are like OGs I think of. I think of Ocarina of Time, but if you're considering it a Zelda game, yeah, then it's the, kind of uh, tough. Because obviously, each Zelda game kind of is their own. But then it's also part of a story, but then there's the weird timeline thing. And yeah, stuff, yeah. It's and Zelda's gets complicated. Confusing. But, huh. What's a recent game I won't I guess, honestly, if I'm thinking more recent, a single game, probably Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. Spider-Man or um, Star Wars, uh, the most recent single player, like the recent, I can't even remember. It's part of a series now, though. That's the Fallen Order one, right? But it's not, because there is no second one out yet. Out yet, ah, So, it's not released, you can't play it, therefore, it's still just a singular game. Okay, okay. It's becoming a series. All right, he found a loophole in the question. Safe answer right now. One of those two, because, and the reason I'm saying that is because they're still relatively new. Yep. And so you kind of have that benefit of the graphics, the feel, Mm -hmm. the story was was great on both of them. So I'd say one of those two for for a standalone game for now. Yeah. For me, for standalone, I don't play as many video games as you, so I feel like my answers are very, like... See, you say that, but I don't play a lot of single-player video yeah, games. Yeah, that's true, to too, with. actually. So I think, personally, for standalone games for me is probably Slay the Spire or Hades. Okay, Slay the Spire, nice. Who are Gray would love that games. answer. I think yeah. Gray is a big Slay the Spire fan. I'm pretty Our sure. friend Luke is also big into Slay the Spire. Our another friend, Andrew E., big Slay, Slay the Spire. They're fun games, though. I like those kind of style, like, repetitive. Yeah. Like, um, You'll have to give um, there's a you you should talk to Gray. He can probably hook you up with some of those style dungeony. Have you ever played The Binding of Isaac? Yeah, yeah. Binding, Binding of Isaac. Isaac's a oddly fun addicting game. The story is morbid, really dark. Yeah. If you look into the story, but if you're just looking as a casual dungeon crawl, you're fine. 
but yeah, that that yeah, that's up there. Um, you know, there's a there's a board game for it too, like a card game for it for Bonnie Visor. Doesn't surprise me. Pretty fun actually. Yeah, but Hollow Knight is Gray's all time. Yeah, obviously that's what his uh his uh, uh well, which one my face it his uh <laughs> his uh. His whole, uh, his whole avatar is based yes. off of. His whole avatar is based off of uh, Hollow Knight. You should give yep. Hollow Knight a try. I think it's, it's supposed to be a lot harder. I think it's on sale right now on the Switch, so maybe I'll give it a try. Her series, though. Her video game series. series. I you think of the Arkham series. The Arkham series, comes, solid. Comes yeah. to mind. Um, obviously, it's not the most complex in terms of its mechanics. Fun game, But it though. looks cool. The fighting looks cool. Yep. It's not, it may not be the hardest game, but mm-hmm. story's good throughout other than like origins origins yeah the, don't pretend that one just doesn't exist yeah. but that one's definitely up there for a series okay. um obviously the legend of zelda as a whole yep hard to go wrong with that and then i mean i'm gonna say the nhl as a series okay because i played a lot of nhl yep. as a as a kid and growing up i've always got the nhl games and i played the mm-hmm. played them a lot so that kind of, I'm going to put that in a series of, you know. Not fair. That counts. A fun shout out to a sports game. But yeah. if I'm just talking straight up series, the first one that comes to mind, it's uh, Batman. The Arkham I series. would love Games. to play through the whole Witcher series, but I haven't yet. So I can't. Yeah, you can't justify saying. I can't definitively say yeah, I will, it's my favorite series. Okay. For me, I mean, series, there's two answers that come to mind. First one, Pokemon. Oh, uh, yeah, Pokemon. Pretty big I, one. I also think of Injustice. Injustice. But that's just, like, I guess it, there is a second one. I just yeah, haven't played it. Exactly. But I think of Injustice for you because I just think of how much you like the story from the game. Story. Not necessarily. You might not be a good fighting game player. No, but the story was fun. Yeah. I love the story. Collected the graphic novels for Unique that too. Unique story too in comparison to. Yeah. It was very much a, there's a storyline called Kingdom Come, which is kind of Injustice is like inspired by that, which is another DC storyline from basically totalitarian government Superman kind of style. That was cool. Um, cool. Cool. Different style. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another big one. I've played a few games of it. Mortal Kombat. Okay. That's another big one. Again, same company that did Injustice. So Nether Realms. Yeah. Um, and then I this classifies as a series, but it is also standalone games. Depending on how you look at it, is the Lego video games. Yeah. It's like not a series, but it's the same thing, but just yeah. different. There's been like three Batman ones, so I've yeah. played through those. I've played through uh, the Marvel yeah. one. I see where you're coming from. The Lego Star Wars complete collection. It's funny because I've started Lego games, but I don't think I've ever beaten one. Really. I just get bored, That's I think, fair. at a certain point. I just kind of get tired of it. That's fair. The Lego Marvel one's pretty fun overall. That one's probably my favorite one. Um, I'm slowly playing through the Star Wars one. It's decent. The new one? Yeah. Nice. Did you start... Uh, where did you start? Phantom Menace or New I wasn't Hope paying attention, so I just Wigan? started wherever it had me. Oh, okay. So it was, uh, it was four. Okay. So I'm just Hope. right yeah, in... Yeah. I was, like, right in the That's middle. Fair. You can jump You can jump back to like, yeah, yeah. the different prequels. True. I think after sequels. I'm done... I just want to play through, like, the whole story story i think i'll go back to yeah. just the start the, it honestly i've i'm not finished the game either yet i've played it through a to good be fair, amount, that one's a long it's one. a lot that's nine movies yeah i'm definitely just working at it whenever yeah. i feel plus like they're it. coming out dlc stories as oh, well i'm pretty sure. sure but yeah just working slowly through that but i've never finished a lego game really but that's pokemon's crazy a good shout out obviously pokemon, yeah sometimes i don't Big even one. think of pokemon as a series i it's funny, I, like Pokemon's just like its own thing to me. It's its own entity, really. It, re- it really is. Like I'm just like, oh, I need to play that on a separate console, or like I can't play it on my computer. Like it's like, it feels weird if you're trying to like do like an emulator, even like you're well, like this doesn't me, feel right. For the most part, the Switch really is just like it's like the Pokemon Zelda machine. It's yeah. like, oh, that's that thing that I can only play those games on this. 
Yeah, it just doesn't. Because for the most part, any other game, I'm just going to play on my computer. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, yeah, that game that I can't play on my computer is out. Like, I got it. Sorry. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> but that that's just the way it'd be. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's why it's kind of separate for me. When I no, think it makes sense. It. I, I do agree. But obviously, I play like multiplayer games. I play a lot of League with, well, I used to play a lot of League mm-hmm. with friends. Um, I also think of, uh, I used to play a lot of Rocket League. Okay. So there's some good multiplayer played games. I played Lost friends. Castle. That's one that you can do solo or multiplayer. I played a few of the that a few times um I'm trying to think of other games really D&D. i don't really D D, but different that's not a video game it can be in a way there is there is there is D D video games well and we also play online but, yeah it's true so it's, you know it's kind of you know or a little i'm gray, sure yeah. some people play on like virtual tabletop yep that is fair that is fair which is a game yeah you, you got you know you you're just control wrong. it just control it let me see if i got any other fan questions yeah, I have a couple, but they're kind of like lame. Lame? Is Naruto strong without Kurama? Goku versus Naruto. Oh, no. Did versus... Hawo make Ash a kid forever? Is Joey the best duelist since Yugi counts cards and Seto buys his decks? <laughs> These oh. are all questions from Eddie. All right, we can, we can do a little. <laughs> let's do something new. Okay. Something new, ladies and gents. Oh my god, I just listening. realized I forgot to do the superhero intro for our opening. That's for okay. Our, for our questions. Okay, next time. Next time. All right, Matt. Rapid fire me. Rapid fire your questions? And I'm just going to answer them, and that's the way it's going to be. I'm not going to... Rapid fire. Three, two, one. Is Naruto strong without Kurama? Yes. Goku or Naruto? Goku, Goku just beats pretty much everyone that's because fair. he's broken. Um, did Ho make Ash a kid forever? No. No, you don't kid, believe in it's that? It's just a kid's show, He's man. Just forever 10. No, it's just a kid's show. And final question. Is Joey the best duelist since Yugi counts his cards and Seto buys all his decks? No. <laughs> Who's the best duelist? Best duelist is uh, Yugi. Yugi Moto. Because Yugi doesn't count his cards. Ooh. The Pharaoh does. The Pharaoh's a cheater. Really going through the lines, eh? No, Jaden Yuki. Best, best duelist. <laughs> Elemental Heroes, polymerization. <laughs> Always. Well, that, that's all the questions we got today. So that'll wrap it up. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. If you're on Apple Podcasts, feel free to drop a review and a rating. Helps podcast out a lot. And check out our link tree to see all of our socials. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. TNMP. The Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. And see you next week.